Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy So So, in case you ain't know so, and welcome back to another dope episode of Sports with So So. Coming to you live, y'all. This week, the Dolphins come out of their bye week still on top of the AFC East as they get ready to face the Houston Texans at home. And two teams that we had a lot of expectations for are not delivering. The Heat and Panthers both suffered three-game losing streak, and Joel and I wrap up the weekend in sports. It's time to take a ride, y'all. Let's go! What it do, play boy? What's going on, so? We in the building once again. Always, always. As Every always. Monday, same place, same, usually same time. I was like a Batman line or something, right? Like same Batman channel, same Batman time. I don't know, bro. I, I wasn't born that we, long ago. We were talking about Batman earlier. That's probably, That's probably why. What, you know? You got it up mental. For sure. For sure. Um, Best Batman ever. Go. One, two, three. I got to say... What's this dude? George Clooney. I'm going George Clooney. Clooney's your favorite Batman? I like it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Who's yours? I got to go Bale. Bale is definitely my classy. favorite. Yeah. He's classic. Just the Dark Knight and 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 the uh, the last one, the, the third one or whatever. Uh, great movies, man. He, he Even the first one. The first one was great. So Solid movies, I love, I love, love Bale. But if I had to pick somebody outside of that, I'm probably going to go with uh, the Keaton. Yeah. Yep, that's the original Michael, Batman, Michael dog. Keaton. He's the original I, Batman. I, you gotta go with Michael And Keaton. he was wearing Jordans when he recorded that movie. <laughs> yeah, dog. Come he on, was dog. The, the sixes, I think. Yeah, man. Black sixes. Let's go. Hell yeah. Um, you know what? Before we move any further in this podcast, we have to mention one thing and one huge thing. And that's... Um, Whoa, you want to talk about that on this pod? No, no, no. Uh-oh. Hold on, hold on. That's um, Sandy Alcantara winning... Oh, hell yeah, dude. The one time. first... Ever Cy Young Award for the Florida Marlins, Miami Marlins, whatever you want to call them. Um, the kid would have had one. Rest in peace. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? But this is a huge, huge accomplishment by Sandy. Dude, l- let's be honest. This is not a team that when you look at it on paper, you're like, yeah, anybody can get something from this squad. This guy had to go out there and fight, throw one hitters, two hitters, uh, you know, literally every every six five days go out there and give his best stuff in order to win games not for himself for the squad and mm-hmm. keep the squad afloat you know um you know it brings me extra pride because he's dominican and for him to be the first one to do it in french in the franchise history when we've had so many great pitchers pitch for us you know what i mean like it's wild man and he got one you know, as that's a career career landmark, dog. I, I mean, I just saw a documentary on Nolan, Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan doesn't have a Cy Young. That's wild, wild, right? Wild. And now this dude has one, and it's just crazy. Especially for him as a baseball player, right? Because you always want to be mentioned among among the greats, and there are a lot of great Dominican players, you know, in general. And then when you talk about pitchers, that's like an even higher echelon of a class, right? It's much harder to be a pitcher in the majors and have that type of success. And for this dude to ball out like he did last season for the Marlins, dog, it was just amazing. The award was well deserved. Remember, we were talking about the All Star game, how he kind of got snubbed. But yeah, man, it was a situational snub because they gave it to uh, what's his face? They're playing uh, uh, Kershaw, I think. Right? They're playing in LA, right? And they gave it to Kershaw or whatever. He was also playing lights out, playing some good baseball, you know. Yeah. But uh, we were kind of you know bummed about that. But this is way bigger than any All Star. Hell uh, yeah! You know, to win the Cy Young, I mean. 
that's a huge accomplishment. So well deserved, definitely. I mean, that's a, that's our star. That's the guy we build around. Yeah, man. What, what a and and look, you know, a lot of talk about hey, do you trade this guy to get some bats in and all that stuff. It's like nah, this is not a guy that you trade right now, especially after him proving that he wants to be a Marlin, loves the team, loves the organization, loves the city. Like, he wants to be here. You need to keep those guys around. Absolutely. Because we have them for the cheap. So, like, you know, like, what are we talking about here? You're not trading Sandy at all. Nah. Another big-time salute to that guy. Huge, huge. Good way to start the show, though, bro. Right? Yeah, because I know we're, you know, Marlins, I mean, something we haven't talked about. And yeah. I don't know if you want to address um, the hiring of our new, is it president of baseball or GM? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have uh, added another female to another the female. staff. I think, I, don't, I think her name is, like, I want to say Jane, I forgot, excuse me, but her last name is like O'Connor or something like that. Um, and we've talked about it so many times off air, like what the situation is surrounding the Marlins right now. Um, it's a franchise that doesn't really have any type of leadership, you know, has people in, in position to do things that are baseball moves, but it doesn't feel like this is an organization that is really committed to moving forward, really committed to building something organically. They, I feel like they're just trying to piece parts together and saying, this is what we can do This in order to be profitable. Caroline O'Connor. O'Connor, right? So um, is she going to be good? Yeah. Who knows? She'll have plenty of opportunity to to work and make deals and, and, like, and, and see what's out there, right? Because this team does have talent. There is a good farm system. You know, there is draft picks that are available to the Martins to trade. So, like... It's up to her to go out there and do the wheeling and dealing to to really put the franchise in a position to get the most out of whatever it is that they have as far as assets go, right? That's like, to put, to put it like this, right? Saying, oh, let's trade Sandy. That's like saying trade Jazz right now. Get out of here. You're not trading a young player who's a baller in his position, right? Because Jazz would have been was an all-star. Um, a baller in his position signed to a cheap contract that has another at least four years on it. Come on, dude. Those are the only two, though. <clears throat> no, we used to Pablo Lopez or is Shopping on a very Pablo. We are, but that's because he's young and he's on a cheap deal that has three, four years left on it. You know, um But if we can get him some good return for it, I mean we're, we're definitely it. shopping him, but we're not shopping jazz, we're not shopping. We're loaded with arms. That's that's the thing. When it comes to like prospects and, and what we have right now as far as pitching goes, right? Because uh even T Raw is a guy that can go and help any staff in the majors, right? So we, we have pitchers. Um, do we trade them to get something back right now? Or is it a, in the future play? Because usually when the Marlins make a play like that, it's for the future. That's that's where we're at right now because we're not in the mix at all. We're not like one piece away. We're like, we're rebuilding. True. So. True. We're not one piece away. But I feel like if you do get two, three pieces, right? You trade a high-level prospect. You trade a high-level pitcher like a Pablo Lopez. Get a guy who can contribute right now and also get a guy for the future. That should be the move that they yeah. – or, like, their target with every move they make this year. Get a guy who can help right now and get a guy who can help in, in two in two years. Not five years, yeah, two we, years. Martin's baseball needs a jump start. They need a jump start, dog. Because, look how – again, they're falling behind, you know, other sports, other franchises down here in Miami. Um, we've seen the resurgence of the Dolphins, right? Winning cures all, and now everybody and their mom is tuned into Dolphins. Make sure to subscribe to OnlyFans right now on YouTube. Um, check out our latest video. But the, the Heat are struggling. Panthers kind of struggling. There's opportunities here for whoever wants to be the second best team. 
because the 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 team that's owning it right now is our favorite team to talk about. And that's the Dolphins talk. Um, they had the bye week this weekend, which was interesting because now we have to see other AFC East opponents <laughs> play fifth, games. Fifth week in a row where we don't lose. Yeah, bro, balling out there, dog. Hey. Just balling out hey. there. But um, you know, still on top of the division, which is huge, right? We saw the Patriots beat. The New York Jets in a Wild. whack, low-scoring game, um, 10-3, to three, right? Where they, ended, won, they won it on a walk-off punt. On a punt walk-off return. punt return, dog. Crazy. Have first, you ever seen that before? No, man. And I think that was like the second punt return this season or today. Or it might have been the first, yeah. Um, and then Buffalo beat Cleveland 31-23, to 23, where that yeah. game got a little bit closer than what it should have been. Uh, we expected that to be the outcome. But, yes, they Absolutely. are struggling. The Bills are struggling a little bit right now. Not, not necessarily struggling, but they just look like they're not hitting on all cylinders. We played them. We played the Browns a lot better than the Bills just played them. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that, right? There's no doubt about that. So, being on top of the division, 7-3, and three, second in the AFC East, second in the AFC period, right? Because there's a bunch of other teams that are tied. Um, we have the tiebreaker over Tennessee based on strength of victory. And we have a tiebreaker over a 73 Baltimore team because we have a better win percentage in conference games. And we have a head to head victory against those guys as well. So the Dolphins are looking pretty sweet right now. There's only you know one what I mean? team ahead of us right now. Who's the, the Chiefs, man? The best the, team. The, who would have thought the Dolphins would be in this company? And look, the, there's still a lot of football to be played. There is. There's still a lot of football to be played, but that just shows you that. At the very least, the Dolphins belong, right? With what they have right now on the squad, on the 53-man roster, they belong in that conversation of being one of the teams to look out for. Yep. That's real. That's a real threat. I'm not saying they're going to go out there and beat, you know, so-and-so on the road and win games here on the road. No, but, but they're a team you have to take seriously. And that's all we've ever wanted, right? Give us a chance to be fans with a purpose. Not fans hoping, fans hopeless, with a purpose. Hopeless fans. I mean, it's only so long, you know. Delusional fans. The delusional fans, the hopeless fans. It's the same thing, man. Yeah, dude. And yeah, that's what that's why, man. That, that's why I was so rough and so harsh on on our boy Martin on OnlyFans about his grading. I mean, I, I just couldn't accept. It's that. It's fair though. Be- it, it, I just couldn't. I cannot accept that, man, because how much we've been through as Dolphin fans. That at this point, through ten games, you know, every year the Dolphins are under five hundred. And for once, we're not just barely over 500. We're in first in the division, and yeah. we're in second place in the conference. And we're contending where people are, are looking at us and going, oh, shit, something's going on in, in Miami, you know? So I'm excited, man. This game against the, the, the Texans is, is a great way to get, you know, back up to speed after the bye week. We take a little bit of a break, right? We got a little streak going. Right. So now we got a struggling Houston Texans team that has to travel to us, has to sit on that hot-ass sideline. Yep. They're a little banged up. They're a little undercoached. They're missing some pieces. This is a really good game to, to really just – Go in there and 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 let Tua go crazy in the first half to the point where we just sit him and bring Skylar Thompson out in the third quarter. No, no, no. I want my dog to put his numbers up because I want him to be in the MVP he, he'll, category. He'll do that in the no, first no, no. half. That's Four quarters. I want 63 Four. to If he 10. puts up four touchdowns in the first half and no, we get one rushing, it's 35 to zip going into the second. No, play him. I want eight touchdowns, dog. No I'm, no, I'm kidding. You know what I mean? But, like, my point being is that, you know, you that'd mentioned. Crazy, eight touchdowns. That would be nuts. But we got Tyreek. Nah, that would be nuts. That would be nuts. But what eight. I'm saying is, like, you mentioned it. The, the, the people, the other teams that we're in conversations with, right, about when you're talking about teams that are real, you got to mention us. You know what I mean? Even you look in our division. Our division is probably the best division in football, right? Um, you had a team 
play dirty football or ugly football and just go out there and beat one another, right? Between the Patriots and the Jets, either one would have won that would have won that game if they had a good quarterback, uh, because Wilson and Mac Jones both sucked, right? But the defenses are good and they went out there to play. So AFC East is where it's at, and we have good wins against the opponents, right? We're two and one in that division. The only game that we've lost was the Jets game on the road, so they still have to come here where we can, you know, improve that little record and get that little payback. And the Jets looked terrible against the Patriots and kept their losing streak going. What is that? Fourteen in a row now? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Like that. It's just if you look at the overall picture of how teams are being, I don't want to say built, but just like how teams are playing right now today. You got to say that the Dolphins are playing better football than the Bills, Patriots, and the Jets. The only team that you look at and say, yeah, these guys are playing better because Baltimore didn't necessarily impress, right, in their victory. They haven't. Um, Tennessee hung in there and, and got a very impressive win on Thursday, right? Yep. Um, the Eagles got exposed. The, Eagles the, got the Vikings e- got exposed. Not exposed, but just you just show that, hey, week in, week out, you're not going to be the best, and you're not going to be always, always look that pretty, right? That's what those teams suffered. Um, but then you look at the Chiefs, and that's probably the best team in the NFL. That, yeah, that's bro. scary as hell. You look at them, and you're like, yeah, they these dudes can do whatever, whenever they need to. You got to put the Dolphins closer to them because defensively, yeah, we've seen these guys break, but it looks like they're they're turning a corner. And games like this, like the Houston game coming up where you're facing a, an inferior opponent, you know what I mean? Like they just lost to Washington 23 to 10 at home on Sunday. They're 1-8 and 1. <laughs> That's a real bad team, dog. So like you got to take advantage of that, you know? They've lost five straight games, averaging about giving up 26 points per game while only scoring 14 points a game. And when, when you think about the defense that we're playing right now and how good we are on defense, there's no reason why we should we couldn't shut these guys out on Sunday, right? And put up 35 points on offense quite easily, you know? But we're going to have to be in it, you know? We're going to have to be motivated. And and I just think that the motivation should come from keeping the pace with the rest of the teams in the, in the AFC because everybody, it seems like they're putting it together a 2-3 game win streak. And the Dolphins have to kind of keep in step in that, right? Like, we saw the Chiefs lose, and then, boom, they turned it up. And ever since then, they've been the best team in football. Um, You got to look at the Dolphins and say, yeah, in order to keep up with a team like that, you have to beat teams that are inferior to what you guys have on the field. And to your point, they're going to be wearing those dark blue jerseys on the other sideline, dog. And it is going to be wake and bake time, you know, for those guys. It's yeah, going to suck. It's going to be a hot one. It's going to suck. Uh, well, maybe it might even rain. Who knows? It's well, rain. We've had some a lot of rain. For down sure. Here. For sure. And and that would even bode well for the Dolphins, too, because our run game is nasty. Our run game is nasty. You know, Jeff Wilson is killing it. We've seen Mostert kill it. And, you know, the 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 quarterback for the Houston Texans, David Mills, um, hasn't been that great. And now there's a QB controversy. Doesn't even know if he's gonna start. Like, no. And I saw that game. I saw some some of that game against the uh, the Commanders. And boy, did he get sacked! I don't know how many times they they brought him down, but it, that pressure was it wasn't even. I can't. I mean, they do. They they have an okay defense, but I think ours is better. And if they way were, better, if they were able to do that, then we should get to him no problem. Our defense is way better than the Washington defense, right? Because. Our, our front line is better than theirs. Offer it. They have one really good monster, Chase Young. We have three guys that we can throw at any team. Um, but more importantly, like, 
to 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 let you know how bad this dude Mills is, is he's leading the NFL with interceptions. He threw two on Sunday, so now he has eleven on the season. So even if they go to the backup quarterback, it's an inexperienced quarterback, a guy who's like not ready for that. Even if he takes all the reps and all that shit, he's not gonna be ready to face Chubb, to face an in shape Phillips, to face an in shape Melvin Ingram. Like you're gonna be, and, and I feel like the one who's getting ready to really explode in the second half is not Siegler because Siegler has been playing amazing. It's the guy that he stands next to, Chris Wilkins. I feel like that boy is about to blow up and just have even more sacks where a lot of offensive linemen are tired, injured, whatever, and this dude is in shape because he's so young and has that natural-born energy where he's going to be able to dominate, especially winning games, man. Um, that's what I'm hoping to see in this game. You know what I mean? Let's get to prediction time. Okay. Prediction time. Um, for me, I, I feel like the Dolphins have to get aggressive up front, right? And that starts with the D-line, like I said, and just get after this guy. Put a lot of pressure on him. Force him to make unwanted throws and let our defensive back gain some type of confidence, right, by getting an interception, an inter easy interception from such an inferior quarterback. Um, and, and for the defense in general, it would be nice to have them see, like, not only have a takeaway, but multiple takeaways, a fumble, two interceptions, something like that, especially against a team like Houston. Yep. I got us beating Houston 31 to 10. Ooh, close to what I'm going to go. What you got? 45 to 9. Wow. <laughs> That's not even close. Yo, what are you, money, the price is right, me? I 45 mean, to 9? You had 31-10? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 45-9. Where are you getting those extra 12 points from? I'm, bro, I'm just a defense. He said where defense is going to score. That offense is going to go out there and ball. They're going to pick apart that Houston Texans defense that's been struggling all season. We're going to go out there and keep doing what we've been doing in this, you know, win streak. Uh, two is going to connect with Tyreek, with Waddle. We're going to get rushing touchdowns. It's going to be it's going to be a bloodbath on the Houston sideline and uh, on the defensive side. I'm expecting a score. I want yeah. a touchdown on the yeah. defensive side of the That'd ball. That'd be nice. Hell yeah, man. That'd be nice. A pick so, six or even a fumble recovery for yeah. a, a rushing. Yep, something. So or, or even a punt return, a kick return that we're not even That'd seeing be that cool. coming. On we're not even teams? expecting that. We're going to get something like that. I don't know. I'm expecting big forty-five to nine. You heard it here first. Lock yeah. it in. Over or under. One missed field goal for Jason Sanders on Sunday. Under. Under. All right. I'm going to go under, too, because I have him. Uh, yeah. But, he needs to not miss But shit. if he misses, he's cut. Like, we will both I'll, I'll agree, right? If he misses a 50-yarder, a 55-yarder. Okay. You miss anything 45 and in, you're, you're, you're dead cut. To me. You're, you're dead <laughs> to me. You're dead to me, Jason. You're I'm dead. letting you know you hear right me? now. I'm dropping you right now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, we want him to bounce back. We like Jason, dog, yeah. but we want we want him to bounce back and gain some type of confidence, yeah, bro. Let's see, man. Dolphins victory. Especially when you're, I'm watching. I got the, the Cowboys kicker on my team who had a 60-yard <laughs> field goal and like a 55-yard field goal. Bangers, so like, dog. Bro, you can't do that, dog. Even the Atlanta kicker hit a 53 to win the game on yeah, Sunday, yeah. man. So come on, bro. We need you. We need you, Sanders. Get your game up, dog. Um, let's see. Dolphins victory on Sunday. Let's get it. Eight and three, dog. Who would have thought? Five-game win streak. Who would have thought? Five-game win streak, dog. Wow. Um, this is a team that could definitely use a win streak, though. And they haven't gotten it. And I don't think they're going to get it or be able to put it together, dog. And that's the Miami Heat. Okay. I Currently, right now, seven and ten on the season, dog. Like, rough. It's just rough right now. You know, and um, I feel bad for Spo because he's dealing with a lot of injuries, you know, and not and just not knowing who's even playing tonight. We played seven men the other night. Dog, you know what that is, dog? That's, An that's NBA team. AAU shit, dog. 
Yes, dog. Oh, shit. Ah, I got sick. Oh, you know, Tommy's parents didn't want to pick him up. He missed the bus. Now we only have seven players. All right. It is what it is. Let's play basketball. But for the Heat, dog, like, that's this is an NBA team, dog. Like, how are we only going to have seven guys? And, and even one of the guys couldn't even really suit up. So we had eight registered right but only seven suited up because the eighth person was injured that game um but what's funny is that they started off with a three-game win streak right they had beaten charlotte back to back at the time of us recording and then you know that same night that we were recording the episode they beat phoenix that night 113 to 112 um with jimmy pulling off a game-winning block on devin booker as time expired you know, they finally won a fourth quarter, <laughs> it seemed like, right? And um, versus a, a good team, especially. They outscored Phoenix 29 to 21, shot 45% from three that night. But it just felt like something was off, dog. And, like, that night, Jimmy didn't have his greatest offensive game. He was 16 points, 13 rebounds, um, seven assists, four offensive rebounds. So he did a lot of the dirty work. Bam, did blow up offensively. Because, um, obviously, we, Aiden, needed, we needed it. Yeah, and he took advantage of Aiton. More importantly, a bigger guy who's moving a lot slower than he is that he can take him off the dribble and really shoot some shots. Um, he balled, bro. 30 points, 50% from the field. That's his first 30-point game of the year. Th yes, sir. 13 rebounds to go along with four offensive rebounds, that's, seven assists. That's I mean, maybe not 30. We're not asking Six for offensive rebounds, every, excuse when you, me. When you're putting up 20 every night, you're going to sprinkle in a couple of 30s. So that's what we want, bro. We want that stat line from Bam, the night key in is, and night out. The key is the free throws, 12 or 14 from the Huge. free throws. That's Huge. where your game is at, Get buddy. Get to the line. Get fouled. Get to the rim. Let these guys hit you. Yes, and then man. go Take over there. Take them out the game. But and make get the them. backups in there. And then now you can dog those guys. Correct. You know, and, and it's just like that game, they were able to pull off that win by the skin of the teeth, right? Literally, by the skin of the teeth. Because Devin Booker is a great shooter. He probably would have knocked down that shot. We've seen him hit game winners all the time, sure. right? <clears throat> Excuse me. But... We pull out that victory, make it three wins in a row, and then I'm thinking, okay, we got a tough game versus Toronto, we got a tough game versus Washington, and then we can we got a good matchup versus Cleveland. I'm thinking we can get two out of these games. And we face that first team in Toronto. I'm thinking Lowry's going to come back with a vengeance and all this stuff, and boom, got smacked up, dog, 112 to 104. And this was after we gave up a 21-0, to 21-run uh, lead, 21-0 to 0 run in the third quarter to kind of just let Toronto pull away from us and just take the rest of the game and off. And again, lost another fourth quarter. Yep. That's, that's the how do you go how do you go from that in the third you come out of that locker room so hyped up you go on a 21 and 0 run yeah and then now you turn around in the fourth quarter all right let's just keep the pedal to the metal and you're gonna let up yeah it was whack and and you know i get it this is like i guess where the injury started to really take effect because bam missed that game and our rookie draft pick uh nikola jovic he got his first his second start i think of the season um and he did all right you know in his 24 minutes he started off pretty hot had eight points or nine points in the first quarter but he ended up with the game with 13 points three rebounds four of eight from the field what you expect though kind of right yeah you know like not, not a whole lot which is still good put up luka numbers right no of course not 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 like that not so early on but still shows that he, that spoke trusts him enough to say i can put you in this position and let me see what you can do um and just again that was a game like you pointed out where we lose the fourth quarter and it's the same old story with the heat right where they continue to lose the fourth quarter continue to lose the third quarter and in regardless no matter what happens with the with the team like or how we're playing in those first two quarters they never find a way to get that mojo back 
right, where they can at least cut it down. And, and if you notice, the, these teams are usually pulling away from us, 112 to 104. That means that by the time those two minutes were in, dog, like they felt comfortable enough to be up 12, and it was like, well, no, this guy has six fouls. He already fouled out. This band's not playing. Bring in the other guys, and right. it's like let them close the game out. Um, and then you follow that up with another hard, hard, heartbreaking loss to Washington because that's the game that you mentioned that we played seven guys and um, we lose that game 107-106 in overtime. Um, and that's With just seven guys. Seven guys, dog. That's crazy. That's wild, man. You know how hard it is to really go out there and play that much? because And to take the game to overtime. And look, you know, we give Kyle Lowry a lot of shit, right, for how he's playing this season. But he manned up that game, dog. He played over 50 minutes. You know, and for a guy who's that old and not playing the best basketball of your life, right, to say it nicely, um, for you to commit to playing 50 minutes for a team that's struggling and is shorthanded, like, says a lot about you as a competitor, you know? At least he ain't he ain't disappearing from the moment. No, He's no, never backing down, but I know that we, was commendable. I know, we've dogged, I know we've dogged Lowry in the past, you know, just uh, up until, you know, just recently. I'm sure, you know, the last couple episodes, you know, we, we've been uh, – displeased with his performance you know but it's just a matter of knowing how great he was to what we're getting and yeah. that that's the frustration as a heat fan but there's no doubt about it that he is definitely putting it in putting in the work but leaving it all out there sure. are the results there that we want not consistently enough right they're there occasionally like in that game you can argue you know he left it all out there in that game we just didn't come up with the win but his work ethic is still going to be there, right? He's For still sure. going to be a dog. He, we're just not getting those results that we want from him. That that sh, the you know the points he's he's he used to be a thirty point you know score twenty five twenty six easily a twenty point score. And and look, you you mentioned that he did leave now, it all on, on the now court. Now if he gets eighteen, you're like, oh shit, Lowry got eighteen. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of what you're expecting now. Right. And and look, that game you mentioned that he he had a triple double, twenty four points, fifteen assists, ten rebounds. That's the Lowry we thought we were going to get. And not necessarily triple double night in night out, no. but offensively. With the assist and the points, yeah. hey, 18, be in the eighteen and ten, be in that eighteen to twenty range and eight, nine to eleven rebound uh, assist range. Assist, correct. And he hasn't been able to maintain that for right. us. You know what I mean? Um, again, another career night for Jovic. He had eighteen points, played well offensively. Comes in the, into the game is confident enough in his game where he's like, you know what? Give me the rock. I'm gonna shoot it. When they do the high pick and roll, he's killing it. Serge pointed it out to me. Multiple times where the the Heat really likes to run that high pick and roll offense whenever they have a chance, whenever he's in the game, because he's so effective at it, you know, and the kick can shoot and he has handles and he can pass. So imagine him not being in that position where you don't do that and say, all right, let me not play this guy just because he's a rookie. No, we need all hands on deck and we know that this guy can contribute something. You know, 100%, especially right now. Like especially you said, right all now. All the injuries, night in and night out. It's like, okay, tonight we're missing Hero. Oh, great. Okay, we got Hero back. Now we're missing Bam. All right, all right, all right. Bam, Bam, and Hero are back. But Jimmy's out. Yeah. It's like, damn, dog, we haven't made him to catch a break. Seven and ten so. Yeah. That's not the start that we were we were thinking. We were. No. At this point, I mean, I'm I'm not saying we thought we were going to be 17 and zero. No. By any means, or, or, you know, 15 and two. But I thought somewhere more along the lines of the opposite, 10 and seven. Yeah. Nine, yeah. And, nine and eight. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you flip that, that's probably where you thought they would be more likely, right? 10 and seven. Two games over 500, some shit like that. Yep. And and the guys, like I said in the intro, you know, the guys that we're expecting from, uh, you know, some type of production from aren't producing it. You know, Struess, great guy, great player, has great moments in games here and there. But this game, he struggled and from three. You know, he, he started off pretty well in the first half, and then he went 0 for 10 from three in the second half, you know. When he missed one to, to kind of, like, ice the game or win the game in regulation, 
which that was after Cal Kuzma went down there to force the to hit a three to force overtime, and then we had a shot and Struz missed it. I don't know why we run a play to get a guy who's zero for nine, a look at three, <laughs> you know, to go zero for ten. But whatever, we gave it to him, and just you could tell the offensive the that wasn't really an even an offensive game, and overtime was three to two. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's how you lose a game, three to two. You know, playing seven guys is commendable, but at the same time, like. You got to win those games because then you have an, another game in a day where you go to, to Cleveland and then everybody's tired. You're playing eight guys. And then you get smoked 113 to 87, you know, off the off rip, no energy in the first quarter. Come out and, um, you know, get outscored in the second quarter, uh, 31 to 15. And then in the third quarter, come out flat and get outscored again. Not Not the type of game that you can win after exhausting so much energy with seven guys in an overtime game, you know? Is it time to panic? You got to be worried. I am. You got to be worried, 100%. like really worried, you know, because this is not what we expected, right? We didn't expect the team to be great, but <clears throat> we expected the team to be better, you know? And um, like I mentioned, Kyle Lowry played 51 minutes that game, had a triple-double, but then in this next game... You know, two of ten from the field. Only ended up with nine points. Um, Jokovic, jo Nikolai Jovic got a third start. He struggled from the field. Two of nine ended up with seven points. So, like, offensively, it felt like everybody struggled that game. You know what I mean? Everybody struggled. And we barely had a guy over 18 points. And it was not the type of game that that we are accustomed to seeing from a Spolstra team. Like, that team, that game came out, like, started, and it was a wrap from the get-go, you know? It was right. a wrap. Well, as we're recording this tonight, you know, the we play the Timberwolves. Yeah. And with that game, that would be, there's 20 games left in 2022 for this Eesh. season, which we still got a lot of basketball after that. For sure. But we're 17 games in. We're 7-10. and 10. We got 20 games left in the season. What do you think for these next 20 games? What do you think our record is going to be for seven and, and 10 right now? What do you think we're, we're going to be able to do in the next 20? Man, if I'm hopeful, I'll say that at the worst, it'll be 10 and 10. At the worst, right? Where we're only two games behind 500, three games behind 500 with injuries, guys missing players. Now, if everybody comes back and we get a majority of the rotation back, then at that point, I would say I want to see the team go 13 and 7. Get us back to five. 13 and seven, you know, 12 and, and six, I'll leave uh, 12 and um, eight, I'll do, you know, where you're uh, just stay above 500 and really put winning streaks together. It can't be losing streaks of two games, three games, and then you win one, lose one, win, win, and then lose three games in a row. No, it needs to be like, hey, let's win three, four, five games in a row, and then we'll lose two games back to back. If we're on the road or at home, whatever, traveling. But yeah, twenty games left. You gotta you gotta go twelve wins, thirteen wins off rip. You gotta go. Like and that's like low ceiling because even if we said at worst ten games, like you go five hundred, ten games, that's not that many. You know, from two to from ten to thirteen, it's it's three wins. For a team that has a guys like like we do, those two, three wins should be very attainable. And I don't think that they are right now. Or at least logically it's hard to say, yeah, that he can win this many games. Because they haven't been able to show it on the court, though. And um, you said it. They're playing Minnesota tonight. I don't think... Uh, did you see if Jimmy got announced into the game or not? Because I know that Tyler Hero was was sent home. Jimmy was sent home early on the road trip. I don't know if those guys are, are playing. Like, yeah, look. 
No Hero, no Duncan, no UD, no Gabe. Rough. Rough. You know? Rough. And the Timberwolves have won three out of the last five games. You know? Rough. Not going to be easy. Not going to be easy tonight. And, um, yeah, dog. I, I really hope that something sparks this Heat team to, to really put it together and start playing better, dog. Because... It's way too talented to not be as good as it could be. You know, I don't need you to be great, right? Like us projecting second, third, whatever. Yeah, those are high lofty expectations because we want to see the Heat achieve that that right. type of because success. Because we've seen them achieve that success. Correct. You Re know? Recency bias. With less or, or, or whatever, with le not better players or whatever. But this is here and now, and we need this team to really start to step up and um, find a way to win. Find a way to win. One and six away from home, dog. Like they ain't the only team. That's like yeah, the Spurs are like uh, Spurs. The Golden State Warriors are struggling right now. They're not playing great. I wasn't talking about them. Who else? I'm talking about our Panthers. Oh yeah, I thought you were gonna keep it basketball nah, nah. wise. There's a lot of teams struggling that should it, I'm be good. Local. I'm keeping it local to here, man, because that's what we do. We cover all the local sports, but yeah. it sucks that it's like we can't even look to the Panthers and be like, all right, well, the Heat aren't doing too great right now. Let's watch some Panthers hockey because nah. they're struggling just as much. No, and and like again, the expectations, dog, the expectations that we had for this Panthers team for us to be nine, eight, and two right now is is like worrisome. Right, it's worrisome. It's still early. We know that's nah. what everybody's gonna say. You know, if you're floating around 500 this early on in any season, it's like, all right, you know, it's not time to panic yet. But again, recency bias. We've seen what our Panthers have been able to do right in the last two three years. We've seen what our Heat have been able to do in the last two three years, and this is not living up to those expectations. No, absolutely not. And especially when we talked about the type of improvements that the team has made over the years, right? To to continue to mold and shape the team to make it better and more of a contender in the playoffs. Um, yeah, I'm not saying you got to go out there and win 10 out of your or 15 out of your 20 games, you know? No, nah, that's that's hard to do. But a three-game losing streak, it's kind of unheard of, you that, know? That's not that's unheard Panthers. of. Hockey right there. No. We have not been accustomed to that in the last few years. Especially coming off a home victory against a, a really tough opponent in Washington, right? Like we had talked about on the program last time how good Washington Capitals are as a squad, right? Mm -hmm. Like we faced them in the playoffs. We ended up beating them. Um, but they're always in the playoffs. They have a, a certified NHL legend in uh, Alexander Ovechkin. Like that's a serious squad. You got to take those guys serious. And they went out there and got a 5-2 win. At home, um, which is really nice, and that that's what got them their ninth win, right? Where they improved to five one and one on the on at home on the season, just making it really comfortable. And then you get a follow up game after that against Dallas at home, right? Where you have two more games at home before you got to take on the road. And you're thinking, well, let's get let's get at least two of these games, right? And you're playing Dallas, you're playing um, Calgary, and you lose that. You know, like those are games that. You're like, damn, we're, we're five one and one at home. How we lose this game? And you're like, well, we started a losing game, a three game losing streak, right? Losing six to four to Dallas, um, and in the first, giving up six goals, dude, giving up four in the first period. That's like beyond digging yourself a hole. Like you dug your grave for the game, right? Because now you got to really make up those goals, right? So now, yeah, you lose six four and you really battled, but you gave away four goals. So you really lost. You could have won that game four to two or four to three. 
had you played better defense. And the Panthers' defense has just not been able to to gel like we expected it. You know, like Barkov missed that game, but like Dallas still went out there and played well and, and made the advantages of all the opportunities that they got. Um, the Panthers did come back and end up scoring three goals in the second period, but. It wasn't enough because even defensively, um, you know, we didn't have Barkov, so there was nobody really leading the, the defensive line back there. The only thing cool about that night, not um, anything about the performance, was that Roberto Luongo got um, celebrated that night for Dope. making the NHL Hall of Fame and um, getting his number retired as a Panther. He's the only one to have it, and he's the first one to make it. Um, super dope. Super dope, man. And just to see him really earn that because he was one of the great goalies that we've ever had here, and we've had some really great goalies down here. Um, Van Viesbrook, uh even Spencer Knight, we've seen him do great things. Uh, Big Bob is a great goalie and what everything he's accomplished here so far. Um, so that night was pretty cool because of that. So that made the loss more tolerable. But then you lose against Calgary 5-4 to four in overtime, a game where you know Matthew Kachuk was hyped up because you're playing a former team, right? We saw our good friend um, back on the ice in, <clears throat> in Florida once more. QB? Yeah, man. And he got to, you know, pass around with Barkov and a couple of the boys before they got to warm up with their teams, which was nice, man, because you could tell those guys get along even off the ice I'll, and they're boys, right? Yeah, yeah. I follow, For sure. I follow Hubie and they, they would always hang out. For sure. Like, on the weekends when they weren't playing games and shit. Yeah, man. So, like, it was it was kind of sad to see, but it was dope. And and the game ended up to being a real thriller, you know? It, it, it was a real hard-fought game. Um, Sam the Sniper continued to do his things, his fifth goal on the power play. And uh, Matthew scored the game-tying goal with about six minutes left in the in the third period to put it to 4-4. And then, bro, it just got away from us, man, like in overtime. In overtime, we played to a draw, and it was like, all right, let's go out there and win our shootout. We usually put our best guys to shoot first, right? Um, that being Barkov, Kachuk, and Reinhardt. Those are our three best shooters or offensive weapon guys when it comes to one-on-ones and all three of those guys got shut down so like once it got to um Verhage, right and Verhage got stopped it was like well all the all the calgary has to do now is score one goal and they scored it and they ended up getting the point that night and winning five to four but those tough games like that those tight games usually we've seen the panthers usually turn it around and say you know what let's make a couple of stops here and and get a really impressive win but you know, it just wasn't meant to be that night. But then the, the game that's the wackest is the, the the loss of the Columbus Blue Jackets because um, it was a back-to-back night, right? We had just played Calgary, and now we had to travel to go play in Columbus. And Columbus isn't that good, man, you know, but they, they played. Their goalie really saved their day for them. He stopped 47 out of the 50 shots that we put up on goal. Um, ended up facing 94 shots in total, but uh, he really played a hell of a game, and another another game where we saw the Panthers go down early, right? Columbus scored first, and it was like, all right, well, Matthew Kachuk tied it. And then, boom, they would go up again. And then Eckenberger would come back and tie it. And then, boom, they would go up again. And then once they went up two goals, Colin White was able to get a score towards the end of the game in the third period, but it wasn't enough, right? And it ended up making the loss more, uh, I don't want to say, um, what's that word that they use? Uh, Digestible? No, dude. Uh, Palatable? No, when you lose, but but you want to take some type of solace out of it, it'll come to me. Doctor. Yep, no, no, it'll I'm drawing a blank too. Sorry. Yeah, there's no like, like winning and losing. You know what I mean? Like when you lose, it's like fuck. Yeah. 
Exactly. We, we lost the opportunity. Yeah. You know what I mean? And losing that game was whack. Soften the blow. It kind of softened the blow. Nah, man, it that's doesn't. You, I'm saying, like, that's what you... Well, you were trying to set them and you were trying to get across. Right, like, you that, know? Someone softens a blow, but it doesn't matter. You still lost the fight. Yeah, dude. Like, you you, you can't... For, for a team who is as good as the Panthers are, right? Because when you look at the squad from afar, you say, yo, they have a lot of talent on the squad in every aspect of the game. Sure. This team should be playing more consistent. And that's the issue. We're not seeing those consistent performance. Same thing we were talking about with the Heat, right? Where this team can win... Four games in a row. Lose one, bounce back, win two games in a row. Lose one, bounce back, win three games in a row. We haven't seen that yet. Right. <clears throat> and that's really what separated the Panthers from everybody else last year. That they were able to turn around those losses and tur- and flip them into two wins after that. You know, which is separating everybody else who may lose two games, three games in a row, which is in the position that, that they find themselves in today. I don't know, man. It's like, it's going to be tough for them to... To kind of right the ship, good thing is that they have a lot of time before um, they have to play again, right? They're off until Wednesday, um, but that's not a great news either because you got to go play the league-leading Boston Bruins who are 16-2-0, and, um, and yeah, you're going to be playing them at home, but it's still a tough opponent, and you've just lost two games at home back to back. So maybe you're not feeling so confident about your home record anymore, especially against a team like the Boston Bruins who are nasty right now. Nasty dog leading the NHL dude, two losses all year. No ties. Like, come on dog. Come on. That's, 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 Gangsta shit right there, bro. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't look good for us there. No, and then but again, but then you have two more days off, right? Because of the Thanksgiving holiday or whatnot. And so they play again on Saturday and they end up playing St. Louis. It was a team that's like right around their range, right? They're eight, nine wins, eight losses, no ties. Um, and then you go on a big time road trip by the time we go back into the booth on Monday at Edmonton. But I find myself thinking, can the Panthers win these three straight games to kind of make up for those three straight games that they've lost and really put themselves in a position to say, all right, this is what's going to kick our kickstart our season once we're 25 games in, right? Because they're going to be close to 25 games in a quarter of the season out of the way. Where are you as far as the competition? Are you in the upper echelon or are you in the middle of the pack trying to find your way through it to kind of sneak into the playoffs? Or are you going to separate yourself from the rest of the pack and say, no, we belong with the big boys. Here's our, you know, record and performances on the ice to prove it and back it up. I don't know. Let's see, man. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting to watch. And I'm really hoping that they turn it around. It's it's interesting. There's a lot of parallels between both the Panthers and the Heat right now. They both dropped really nice jerseys. The Panthers dropped the nice (laughs) blue jerseys, right? Which is an amazing retro fit. I'm going to, I got to get that for Christmas. And the Heat dropped the new mix and match jerseys, but it looks much cleaner in white. I'm not that crazy about that. It's not crazy, but it looks cleaner in white. Again, you're doing things to get your fan base energized. Uh, You know, you're trying to get them excited. You're trying to get them pumped up about merchandise. Nothing gets the fans more excited than wins. Pizza mañana, dog. So we need some, we need some wins from both the Panthers and the Heat. Sincerely, Joe and so. Yeah, facts. <laughs> you know, facts. We need that pizza mañana. Dog. That's it, bro. But luckily, we got a bunch of other stuff going on in the sports world to keep us kind of For coming sure. back. <clears throat> For sure. I mean, some of it is good. Some of it isn't great. Um, the Hurricanes, right? They played at Clemson this past weekend. Ended up getting blown out, forty to ten. And um, definitely not what I was going to jump into. Yeah, man. I'd rather get out that out. <laughs> I'd rather get that out the way, bro. 
They got oh, one more man. game left this season. We, I mean, but we knew what was going to happen in that. We Clemson knew what game. was going to happen. That's why I want to get it out the way. All we right, knew so we knew we were going to go in there and get their get their ass whooped. Um, they started the rookie, uh, the rookie, the redshirt freshman, freshman Jacoby Brown. He did After not play well. In Georgia, bro, had eight total yards mm-hmm. as an offense. We had eight total yards mm-hmm. as an offense at halftime. Correct. So yeah, uh, there's nothing to talk about in this game, right? That forty to ten score shows you everything that you need to know and. The hurricane season all depends on this next game versus Pitt. You win this game, not only do you say uh, at 500, but you also make yourself bowl eligible by winning an, a certain amount of games, and this is a program who needs that. The only thing that is a bright spot is that right now, Mario is opening the door and letting the exodus file out. If you do not want to play for the Hurricanes, if you're mad about your playing time, if your dad is complaining and your mom and your uncle and whoever thinks that they can do there's the door. See you when I see you, bro. I only want people here who are committed to winning, who are committed to my program, who are committed to my style of play. If you're not that guy, get out. I like that. Well, especially after the embarrassing shit that you've had to, you know, endure with the with the other players that were here before you. Yeah, dog, if you're not going to give your hardest because you don't believe in me and my program and whatever, peace out. We tried it. Good luck. Peace out, man. Peace out. Transfer portal, bye. You know, and and, and vice versa. There's going to be guys dying to come play with Mario. Dying to come play with Mario. And we've seen it in the recruiting, right, where he's really strong in the recruiting. So let's see how that works out for the Hurricanes, man. Big game versus Pitt. Um, UCF lost. Yeah, they suck. We do suck. (laughs) Both these teams suck. We lost to the – we lost to Navy. I told you about them too, man. I can't believe that. I told you, dog. I can't believe it, but I just had to note that because <laughs> I'm, I'm fair. You know, That's I've been fair, every, I throw it in every week that we win and we were ranked and all that, and we just I know got knocked I know. out of the rankings just it like happens. that. It happens. So, but I love you. You, you, you my, you my team, Knights. Charge on. <laughs> all right. So, what were you gonna bring up next? I mean, I'm talking about you know the thing that the whole world is watching right yes. now is what you know, can pick us up when the Hurricanes and the Heat and the Panthers aren't doing so hot. We have a national team, right? Because local stuff is fun, but when you have a whole country that's backing one team and we're looking like we can possibly do something. Today's result wasn't the result we wanted, but we're looking looking like we can do some stuff. I'm talking about USA soccer. I know, man. And the World Cup right now. And look, you know what? For all of our Latin American people, all of our Hispanic people, all of our um, African continent people, like everybody from Europe, like we know in Asia, like we know what this game means. Don't forget Antarctica and, and uh, Australia. Those two, those two, no I doubt. Just get them out of the way. Everybody. Um, you know, this is the world's game, no doubt. But with this national team, dog, it's the youngest, like, you know, in like. 50 years they just named tyler adams who's a great player in his own right right but he's been a player who hasn't necessarily hit his peak playing overseas in europe um this is a guy who was named the youngest captain for america in a world in a, in a fifa world cup dog since 1950 like you're you're really entrusting and, and it has players like Christian Pulisic, right? Who are who we're veterans? Gonna, we're gonna talk about now. Who are veterans? You know, playing on big clubs in the big leagues, and and you go with Tyler Adams, right? That just shows you that that Berhalter is committed to his vision, right? And he thinks that he can pull the most out of this team in that direction. I have no problem with that. My only thing is like I want to like kind of tolerate the expectations for everybody who's going to be watching this World Cup. Especially from the USA perspective. Yeah, these guys are talented. 
Like Timothy Way scored today, um, or he had an amazing. No, he did score the goal um, off of uh, Christian Pulisic. Pulisic assist. Pass, yeah. Pull assist. They call him in Chelsea land, but nasty. If you know, you know. And, it, and that's cool. And I'll let you continue your thought now. But everybody knows that this team runs through Christian Pulisic. If you watch For that, sure. if you watch that game today, where we we ended up in a draw one one with Wales. Um, it was the Pulisic show. I mean, he was all over the place. The ball was running through him. He was the one setting guys up, you know, trying to go across and hit crosses and stuff like that. Yeah, he was nasty um, out there today. He, bro, he, he was playing He was playing amazing. So he, that's the guy that's really – if he plays well, we're all going to play well. Because we saw it on that We saw it on that one play. You know, there was it was crazy because they had just switched fields, switched sides of the field. They had yes. just kind of locked it. And then all of a sudden we get one steal, then one pass, and then all of a sudden we give it to Pulisic. And he's able to break by somebody fast and made the perfect pass. Didn't get called for the offsides because it was clean. And we go up 1-0 kind of early in the first, right? And it was like 20, Correct. 30 minutes in. Um, and if it wasn't for that stupid penalty, <laughs> like seven minutes left in the game or something like that, 10 minutes left in the game, yeah. we, we give them a penalty inside the box and they get a penalty kick, uh, which, um, what's his face? Uh, Gareth Bale ended up. Of course. I mean, did you, nah, did guy you think he kicked wasn't? Rocket. The guy on, kicked son. the rocket. The guy kicked the rocket. Yeah, bro. So. Yo, you could hear the ball hit the goalie's hand as it flew through his hand. <laughs> yeah. So, But it was uh, a pointless defensive error. You know what I mean? Correct. Pointless yeah, defensive error. back to error. the goal. And, and back to your point, like um, Pulisic. Yeah, the, the U.S. national team runs through Pulisic. So maybe it's a little bit less of a pressure to carry that armband and not have to worry about what everybody else is thinking and trying to keep the morale up and shit like that when you're the main guy who has to create uh, a little bit of his numbers today he had 36 touches three ground duels one three fouls one one key pass one big chance created one assist this guy balled out there you know and i for, don't know what none of that means what i mean but is, i just know that i saw him play <laughs> touches and he means that like he had the control of the ball right uh, so the, right. the ball hit his foot 36 times oh, and, yeah, he, yeah, and yeah. he got to control all of that make those key passes create the big chance that there's something called expected goals, right? Which means that how many efforts you're making that should create a, a goal chance, right? And he had that. Today, it was like at 0. 0.6, 0. 0.7. And he put, obviously put us up at over 1.1 1. 1 nice. because we got to score the goal. And yeah, he has to continue to do that, what he did today. He has to create for USA to have a chance against England on Friday, right? Which, um, call me, dog. Let's link up. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll um, be golfing with the boys in the morning, but yeah, we're going to call me. The game's at two o'clock. We're going to link up after the round. Call me. Um, but, you know, like that's a big game. And then we have another game against Iran on, I think, Wednesday. Hopefully got to got to win that game. Iran just lost to England six to two. We play to a draw. So right now, England's on top of the division of the of the, the group. of the group. Right. With three points. USA and Wales both with one point. Iran zero points. So that's the guy you got to bully. You know, Iran, you got to go out there and get the three points for sure. And you got to hope that Wales gets destroyed by England. You know, another 6-2, 6-0 performance, 5-0 performance. And then, the, the you know, at best case scenario, we pull off a, a freaking upset and beat England. You know, that would be best case scenario. Worst case scenario, we walk away with a tie. 
and that's and that's commendable as well because they're obviously more talented than we are. You know, like sure. you, look at that squad. You, they got ten guys who are starting in top ten, top five Premier League team. Correct. You know, so um, yeah, man, World Cup, bro. What a, what a way to unite the teams. And like my girl was already telling me, you know, she's Brazilian. She's like, I'm already nervous for the game. I'm like, yo, you guys haven't even played yet. She's like, I can feel it. I'm like, I get it, I get it. You know, because like a lot of these Southern American, European countries, African countries, man, like the pride, the Asian countries, like. Dog, the pride, you know, to hear your national anthem in, like, a stadium full of thousands Yo, and thousands of people. Yo, how wild man. is it? Check me out. Wild. Right? You're Brazilian. Yeah. Right? I'm half. You well, fly. Kind of like half. You fly right. halfway or all the way around the world, right? Right. That you plan this trip months in advance. Thousands of like, dollars. Yo, this is going to be crazy. We're going to get lit in Qatar. It's going to be at a party. I can't wait. And then, like, you pull up, and, like, when your flight touches down, and then you look at your phone, and you see... Qatar announces the ban of alcohol sales for the World Cup. Yeah. What do you do, dog? I mean, you spent the money, dog. Bruh. You spent the money, so you got to hit up how every... Are, how are there no riots going on right now in those stadiums? I mean, the security is very heavy, crazy, you know? Crazy, dog. But it's crazy. It's crazy. And yeah, man, look, a lot. if I'm honest and if I'm speaking personally, like, I have an issue with the World Cup being at Qatar. For, a lot of people do. For a lot it's of a, reasons. It's a, it's a greedy money. For It was a greedy money, money grab, play. right? Yeah. Money playing. That shit is whack. For me, like I said earlier, this is the this is the world sport. So this is the sport that needs to be accessible to every single body, man. Because it doesn't take much, man. You need a ball, some grass, or some dirt, and like two things that you can put on one side of the of the rock or whatever. Yeah, to represent a goal. You don't need nothing to play this game. And for these guys to have so much corruption in order to have something like this take place, and I'm not taking it away from the people of Qatar because it's again such a prideful thing to host the world cup like you and i didn't really remember it when the usa held it here in 94 but we get to live it in <clears throat> excuse me in the next four years and the pride that we're gonna have in our country right to see the usa national anthem a bunch of people flying here to be happy to be here right like those are things that people take you know for for deep purposes and i'm sure the people of qatar are extremely happy that they are able to host the world event but it, the way they got it doesn't sit right with me. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm hoping that in the future, right, that things get cleaner with FIFA. If you haven't checked out that documentary on Netflix, I, I you know, highly recommend it. FIFA Uncovered. Go check it out, man. Um, and let your voice also what you think about it. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. yeah, FIFA's corrupt, man. Everybody knows that. But For sure. It is what it is. But the, the World Cup, man, there's no other time like it. I mean, there's no. a few, you know, there's... Olympic soccer, which is fun, you know, when the Olympics are going on and you're watching soccer there. Uh, I like the Copa America. Yes, right? bro. Uh, the Premier League championships. Yes, right? bro. Th th those are fun to watch, but this is this is the mecca. Ultimate level, man. Forget about it. The World it's, Cup. It's this in Champions League. Like, Champions League is, like, slightly under it, you know, but yeah. just the fact that this happens every four years. Right. Bro. That's the... That's the kicker. That's, yeah, that, that's the thing right that's there. That's the kicker, so bro. That's the caveat. I'm, I'm hoping it's just an exciting, exciting, exciting game. Like, Senegal and Netherlands today. Super exciting game, you know, and uh, ended up 2-0 uh, to ne Netherlands, but it was super exciting. We saw eight goals in the um, England versus Iran game. Like, come on, dude. Like, how many times do you see... I'll go in soccer first of all, and then you see eight goals in a is game. Is Norway in the World Cup? I don't believe so. No, because uh, I think Halan uh, is from that, Norway. That's no, what I'm out. thinking about. He's yeah, out. There's he, a bunch of guys that are missing. I'm actually oh, going to show you. That's my guy, dude. Man. There's a bunch of dudes missing. I like that kid a lot, bro. I mean, look, Italy's out, dude. 
Sheesh. Italy, Colombia is not in this world. Peru's not in it. Like, there's a lot of upset people, man. Um, yeah, but people still watch, man. All course, over the of world, of course, of course, it's worth it. It's it worth is, it. It is. So we got we got a lot of sports, man. A lot of shit going on for sure. I gotta actually end the show on one slight happy note. Um, Coach L, uh, Coach Larinaga, um, and you know what? Before before that, I gotta backtrack. Maurice, um, the Panthers coach, he he had his seventeenth uh, hundred game as a coach. Um, all time, fourth all time, um, been coaching since '95. Six all time in wins with 783. And uh, Coach Maurice deserves his praise for for his great NHL career as a coach, man. So shout out to Coach Maurice and um, shout out to Coach L too, man. He just had his 700 win. Huge. Um, dog, that's a guy. If I had a son who was playing basketball and was good, that's a guy that I would want to go play for. Like anywhere in the world, I don't care what university is. Like yo, I want you to go play for Coach L, dog. Um, such a such a good guy, dog, and such a a good thing for this program. Um, the U is very lucky to have him, and you know he's doing things the right way, bro. And even he's working the system. You know he's been able to get guys that are local, um, get guys in the transfer portal, uh, get guys to work with NIL deals, and just find his way around this madness that is college sports right now especially as an older gentleman like he is like for him to be able to keep up and keep pace and know what's happening dog just shows you what type of man coach l is dog and so i got nothing but respect for coach larenega yeah the you was four and oh and they lost to maryland um you know after back-to-back games but they're really making some noise nationally and they got some guys who are real prime time players you know they got a nikon aguense player that's balling for them right now who's playing big time center um they got that one kid back and and obviously he is he's doing his thing like there's a lot of good um, talent on this team, man, and and you know I recommend everybody to go watch these games because a they're not expensive, like fifteen bucks a ticket, and uh, it's a nice, real home atmosphere, right? Like you're literally right on top of the players, everybody's close, just like that high school gym feel. So go out there and support Kings basketball, man. I mean, you said that they have the best milkshakes too. That's the baseball field, but yeah, we're oh, definitely baseball. going to that too, Doc. Without a doubt, already talked to Vic. We're set, Bob. I'm looking forward to that. We're set. We're set, Doc. We're set. But yeah, man, um, Hurricanes, man, they're doing it right. You know, they're doing it right. Let's see what what, what goes on with the football team. But basketball and baseball wise, yeah. heading in the right direction for no, sure, no doubt. Let's do this thing, man. Let's wrap it up and start people to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell another friend, to tell one more friend, to tell one more friend to go and subscribe to the YouTube channel right now. Hey, meow. Yeah, right meow. Right meow. Right now. Sports with So So Man, Miami Golf Bros. Make sure to check that out. Subscribe to that as well because guess what? You're going to see your boy playing golf out there. It's not the greatest, but it's still me and you know you like to watch it. Make sure to keep telling friends to find us on social media. And until next time, y'all. Peace. Peace.